Greetings. Hi, how are you? I'm listening. Great to meet you. Ah, I've been expecting you. For the good you of all. You come get the voodoo. Uh, hey there. And you are. Light be with hey, you. Great to you meet you. You come to consult the spirits? Welcome to Orgrimmar. Have you come to serve the Horde? Shiny. Sail here. Me buy and trade. What? Hello and welcome to Control Alt Wow, the podcast for those of us who love World of Warcraft and love making many alts. Today is Sunday, April 19th, 2009. This is episode 111 entitled... Pour one out for the quiver. <laughs> I'm Aprilian, your host, and with me are my wonderful co-hosts, Asheo. Hello, Asheo. Good morning. And Glanther. Good morning, Glanther. Good morning. And so we are saying a fond farewell to the quiver, <laughs> which uh, <laughs> whose demise came along in patch 3.1. Finally here. Yes, yes, the much-anticipated patch. I do think it's funny that um, every time there is a patch, we go through the same little chaos, you know, and people Always act like, the chaos. yeah, and they act like, oh, the, surprise, yes. yeah, look, it's a surprise, oh, look, the servers are down. Oh. oh, look, it came up and it went down again, oh, imagine that. <laughs> oh, look, we're having problems, gee, how come... This software program being used by 11 million people can't be perfect first time around. Gee. I know. What is wrong with these people? This happens a lot, though. It, it happens like, across the board in like, lots of businesses. Where, like, right, um, when they make and, major changes. And the thing is, is that it's the users who actually cause the problem. And I'm one of them because like, you, you hear it's coming out and you're like, oh, I want to get it. And so you, went, you go and you, you try to go and download it before everyone else can you know, get there. And then you're trying to log in or everyone else is trying to log in. Like, if everyone just sat there and just waited an extra three, four hours before they logged in, it probably would have been okay. Right. <laughs> and of course, our add-ons are going to be broken because yep. everything changed. Yep. So, uh, how was your experience logging in? Uh, well, let's talk about downloading. For instance, I uh, I had to go to work, and I had started the download at home. And I ended up, uh, just to get the 800 megabyte download, I ended up spending most of the day at work, which is, for me, 3 to 11 server time, uh, just downloading the patch. And but- just... At 11.20, when I was getting ready to go home, it was fully downloaded. I was so psyched. <laughs> but, but shouldn't you, you – my background downloader had downloaded the vast majority. It was just a few meg to go. Well, I guess I'm not backgrounding downloading, so I well, guess I there's, check some there's your problem. Yeah. See, I, that. I'm, I turn mine off because I'm on um, Comcast I'm here, at the, here in um, the northeast and uh, – Comcast you know, doesn't like it when you're doing a ton of stuff. Those, it's a very tumultuous connection at best. So I found when I have lots of stuff going on in the background and playing WoW, like my signal will drop all the time. Oh, yeah. No, don't, you don't have the background downloader going while you're playing WoW. The, the default behavior, at least on PC, is that when you start WoW, it goes, oh, okay, there's, there's, a, um, there's content for the next patch available. And when you exit WoW, then it starts downloading it. So it's, so it's actually only background down, downloading it when you're not in the game. And where oh, do you find this setting? It's in, in, it's, in the launcher? 
It's in the launcher, yeah. Oh, okay. You can turn things on or off in the launcher. The launcher. The launcher. But what I did, um, my ISP has, I'm on a, my plan is on peak off peak. We're, we're bandwidth poor in Australia. So, yeah, my plan is, is only 12 gig a month. And if I go over that, then they throttle me down to like 14K bandwidth. You know, dial-up type speed, um, and I have a a, a uh, on-peak allowance and an off-peak allowance. So I just schedule the downloader to start at midnight, so that it uh, it runs during off-peak when I don't really use any bandwidth. Well, I'm looking you know, at my well. It's of course it's the launcher for three point one, so maybe it changed its preference. But mine says download after exiting World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. That's the default. And um, you know, I and it says enable peer-to-peer transfer. So I don't know if this just came on since this one, or um, if it was always on. But I I didn't get anything, and you know, I don't have any limits, and I leave my computer on twenty-four-seven. Always on. I don't know why. So if anybody can answer that question, and by the way, we still have a contest. If you submit uh, in email or uh, a Twitter. <laughs> Today we got a Twitter question or a comment. And let us know how you either uh, play with your alts or how WoW affects your life. We will put you in a contest to win either a month free of uh, WoW playing or an authenticator. They're back in the stores. <laughs> so they I certainly are. Yeah, and I've ordered some, so I should be getting them within the next few days. So if the winner today wants an authenticator, you can actually get one. So, And they redid them, so kind of neat. So um, what else do we... Well, let's, uh, let's start with our favorite features of 3.1. All right. Um, I'll, 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 I'll go first. And steal it because I know Glanth is going to like, like it as well. Is the uh, the quest tracking? Yes, yes, it, love it a million isn't times. Isn't that great? Isn't that great? Uh, just not having to look for stuff in your bags and just having it right there on screen and, and not have to use a, an action slot for clicking on quest items. So, and where is this That's located? Cool. It's in the. Interface it's, options, uh, objective, objective panel, and then there's going to be a little button that says, you know, just yeah, it's the default. I think another one. There's, no, there's, there's quest tracking and there's advanced quest tracking. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So you want to turn on the advanced one. So that's really cool. Um, the only issue with it is it comes up, you know, it uses a lot more screen space and it's, and I've got my uh, recount damage meters and omen over there, so a bit of uh, real estate screen juggling. But that's all right. What's your favorite feature, Apillion? Oh, that I can uh, stack. Um, well, and it's also in, in, in tangent with the uh, in tandem with the uh, title of the show that I can stack mm. bullets. <laughs> So instead of just having one spot that took up 200 bullets, you now have one spot that takes up 1,000 bullets. And that's just just beyond awesome. Yep. 
Um, so um, I guess uh, I'm sure there's going to be hunters out there that didn't bother reading the patch notes, and like, there's nothing to tell you that that, that can happen. So if, so if you, you have be... them spread out in your inventory, they just sit there. Yeah, and to be to be honest, when I logged in, I saw that my um, my quiver still had you know all the arrows in it, and I was thinking to myself, I was that's weird. I thought they were getting rid of quivers because like I was so used to everything else being done automatically for you, like your talent points get reset automatically, you know. So I was like, oh, it must be the next patch. And so then, what ended up happening was I kept using the quiver for like a couple of hours. I went to go and buy some bullets, and I noticed that the bullets, I was waiting to go and, and buy bullets and watch them fill up my bag again, and then I realized they're not filling up the bag. With, oh, because I realized that the, the first bullet had gone from, you know, like 150 to like 350, and I was like, it can't do that. <laughs> and then I, then, I was, I, then I realized, and I was like, oh. So I felt like kind of ridiculous. You've got to do it yourself. Yeah. you got to do it yourself. So this, is, this is the kind of the interim step between getting rid of ammo altogether. They just took the easy step of letting them stack more, which means you can get rid of your quiver. You don't have to, but you'd be pretty stupid not to because it's a bag space you don't need to use up anymore. Right. I have more bag space than I know what to do with on Glantha now. I have oh, really? Two, yeah, I have two. I have a dragon hide bag from um, Sartherion, and then I have two um, bags that I got from Harris Pilton. <laughs> you know, and then I have, right. you know, a 32 slot leatherworking bag, and then you have like, a backpack, and it's just like I look in there, and I'm like, I have 75 like free bags, you know, sp- spots at any given time. Wow, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So I, so I like, guess oh. you you've finished questing on him, though, haven't haven't you? Yeah, so you know, like you I don't quest really items quest either. Yeah. Yep. So a lot of that's, you know, my hunter's not 80 yet, so he's still questing. So he's got you know, a bag full of quest items and stuff. But Because uh, I don't just pick up one or two quests and work on them. You know, you've always got a dozen to 20 quests in your quest log. Quest items everywhere. So what's, uh, is is the quest tracking your favorite feature, Glantha, or your well, I think my, my favorite, favorite feature is um, snipe, the new sniper training and Black Arrow. But we'll talk about that a little bit more when we um, talk about what we've been doing. But basically, I love the changes to survival. Whether or not, like, I'm, you know, whether or not, you know, it makes you more elite or if, you, if it really helps your DPS. Like, I don't want to, I don't really know enough about, you know, gear and stuff like that to give the numbers about like what's actually changed, but just in terms of play style, I really like the new rotation that they built into it. It's a lot of fun okay. for survival hunters. And I think everybody knows that you got a free respec. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we well, all got a free out there running around without respec. Sure, Drew, several free respecs. Oh. <laughs> it was funny. The, so we all got a free respec and and, um, and of course, what we haven't mentioned is is, is the obvious one that's optionally uh, dual specking. Right. Uh, so I I did that on some of my characters, and and that is awesome. Being able to, um, especially on Jekyll, having a, a a resto spec and a boomkin spec, uh, the difference 
that makes in me doing my daily jewel crafting uh, quest is just amazing. <laughs> so I'm loving that. But after one of the uh, and we've so how's I'm, it I'm working expecting now? before you go on, well you could do that in your what you've been doing. But you, know, you just sure. press a button and you Okay. Yep. All right. Yep, you do. You, you you open your talent window and you press a button, and it uh, it swaps the talents you're using. It swaps and and each talent tree or each of your your two talent sets has associated glyphs, and it swaps your action bars. Uh, remembers all that, um, and it's it's real easy and it's it's a really well done feature, but. Uh, We've had restarts or shutdowns every night since the patch. They're obviously still ironing out the bugs and putting in little server-side hotfixes. And it must have been the the first um, shutdown that they had again um, after everybody got back in and respect and everything, and then they had to do another shutdown for for more maintenance. Um, Druids got all their talent points refunded again. (laughs) And so... We're in Nax and we're and we're fighting the first boss and we're about halfway through the fight, and Tart goes, "Did Druids get another respec? <laughs> He's trying to fight with no talents at all. <laughs> He's like, why is why is nothing working? <laughs> so, yeah, a, a few Druids got bit by that, uh, and uh, I, I dual specced um, a Shaya as well, just for the hell of it, because it's an achievement, of course, you know. Yeah, I did dual spec um, both Glanther and Alaris, but I'm not really using the dual spec. Like I have Glanther went Marksman as well because I was like, mm, I'll guess I use PVP build, and then yep. you know Alaris actually ended up going protection. But I'm like, I'm, I have a protection just because I feel like it's part of like, and it just feels like he's a, he's a shield wearer. He should use his shield. You know, you can't use it if you go ret. But like, I'm not in like the looking for groups like pretending that I'm a tank. You know, right. so fair enough. So you haven't dual spec any of your tunes, so brilliant. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> you can do What's it at forty. Um, I just don't. Um, just don't. I don't have any need for it, and I don't have a thousand gold just sitting around. Sure, you do. Well, you haven't extorted enough alliance characters with their pets <laughs> to get a thousand gold. <laughs> you, could res- you could respect all your alliance tunes. <laughs> Plenty of gold over there. Oh yeah, I could. But, so, uh, so what did you do with when uh, you've you've got what you know, forty alts on Earth Ring? Did you have you spent the entire week just going <laughs> through and respecting them all? I haven't even, I've only done my main ones. Um, the first thing I wanted to, t- to tell you that I thought was kind of neat was uh, once I did get the patch downloaded on my laptop, on one client, I was smart enough to go in and just select the um, the downloader and the patch folder and then copy mm-hmm. and paste it into my other client and then copy and paste it to my other uh, computer and I was all set, so I was really, really happy with that. Yep. <laughs> you know, instead of just downloading. We could have even just one. could have even just patched one and and copied the result across to all the other computers. That's what I just copied the patches, but I didn't want to copy. You mean like the folder? 
Because no, no, actually apply the patch on one machine and then copy your World of Warcraft folder. Right, across. but if I do that, then I lose all the different um, the different diff, uh, you know, each folder has a different thing accounts. for each character, for each account and, and settings and stuff. Yeah, well, that's in the WTF folder. You just don't copy that one. You copy the yeah, you root know, folder. I, I thought about that. And last time I didn't do that, there was some problem with when they did the server side. They changed the um, something from being on the server side to being the macros. Mm-hmm. So just to be safe, it was just easier just to copy and paste the downloader and the patch okay. and then just yep. patch each one. Well, I was just glad it worked for me because... Uh, you know, I didn't want to do it four times. And some people I know didn't have the backgrounder because there was a, a lot of hubbub on the internets. <laughs> about, well, I think, uh, I think the one of the pro- yeah, one of the problems was people had assumed that the downloading was finished, and so they tried to apply the patch, and the patch wouldn't fully apply because they hadn't fully downloaded it. So there was there was still a bit more to get that you needed to mm. get after the uh, the shutdown. For Tuesday patch. I know that uh, Scott put out a call that he would pay somebody. <laughs> it, it did for seem to whole... be a lot more Mac people um, complaining that they couldn't get it. So, Right. Probably because of the whole peer-to-peer thing and the small amount of uh, Mac, you know, mm. percentage-wise. Could be. So, so your download was seamless and beautiful and, and full of fairy dust and butterflies? Just about. My only problem was <laughs> I intended to um, – I, I tried to get it to start downloading the rest of the patch and um, apply it before I went to bed on Tuesday night, uh, but uh, it didn't. So I intended to start that process off before I headed off to work on Wednesday, but I got up Wednesday morning to pitch blackness and the power outage, <laughs> so wow. I couldn't. Um, so – was there a wait. reason for the power outage, or just? Oh, it was just, it was just, it was just random. It was, it was, um, it was very windy here on on Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. So, power lines came down somewhere. Mm. Uh, I guess uh, they don't fix too many of them at uh, five o'clock in the morning. Mm. But it was all good. I got home, uh, finished downloading it, applied it, um, and uh, straight back into the game. And until I until I shut it down again. <laughs> How was your download, Glantha? It was um, it was pretty good. I remember I had some Comcast issues, so I it, like, and then I kept cutting in and out, and so it was doing like four kilobits per second um, for several hours. What I ended up doing was I just said, you know, I'm just going to leave it downloading all night, and eventually the internet will come back and. And I woke up the next morning, and it was ready to go. And I logged in, and it was it was great. I I respect myself, and then went to work. So it was it was actually a pretty relatively smooth uh, download for me. I did make sure that the download said it was done before I tried to log into the game or to you know um, install it. I remember online, there's a lot of stuff. Like when I was at work, and it was released during the day. A lot of links saying, "Hey, come here to download the patch or go to this oh, mirror." Really? And um, I was like, "I'm not going to go and download this patch from something that's not a Blizzard server." Like, I think that this is just kind of sketchy. And I think the people who went to the who wanted to go and download it faster, and not get it from the actual source, ended up not having installs correctly done. 
that would be kind of brave to do that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have the nerve. Well, I mean, like uh, just some security. Yeah, yeah, let's go and get this random application from this other server, which is said to be, you know, the perfectly safe. It's the patch. <laughs> Trust us. Run this. Yeah. It's not a keyboard yeah. that we promise. Yeah. And uh, obviously, lots of Twitter talk during the day of geez, the service aren't up yet, and oh, they're up. Oh, no, they're down again. Oh, they're up. No, they're down again. <laughs> uh, and I have to say thank big. you to all my Twitter buddies because it was. It was really funny when you, I was, like I said, downloading at work with my laptop during my breaks, going back to check my laptop to see how the download was going. And it was kind of funny to be existing in this universe where everybody else was acting like things were normal. <laughs> and, and here I am trying to download Pat 3.1 and I, I want to tell somebody and I look around and I know that no one had any empathy at all, but yet I could check my Twitter, my tweets, and I was getting, you know, updates and knowing what other people were doing. So yep. thank you, everybody on Twitter, for being there for me through that hard The tough period. times, yeah. The tough times, yes. Ah, I'm getting a little <laughs> verklempt. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, do we want to go into what we've been doing? or Sure. Who wants to go first? I will. It's my turn. Okay. Let me. Let me. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> okay. So uh, I started off the week uh, doing a bit more work on Jekyll and Hyde and, and managed to actually complete the Rathgate chain. And, oh, congrats. Uh, yes. It was, it was awesome doing that again. And, and I actually went even slower this time and, and uh, read all the, the, uh, the, the quests. Uh, and it's yeah, it was as, as awesome as the first time, if not more so. And uh, what I ended up doing, and I, I don't know why, seems seems pretty silly now. But <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and finish it. But I actually only handed in the quest on Jekyll. Um, I did none of the quest rewards were upgrades, so I wasn't really interested in that. So I've handed in the quest on Jekyll, but I didn't hand in the quest on Hyde, which means that whenever Hyde now ports to uh, Orgrimmar, even if he takes the portal through Dalaran, he gets to an Orgrimmar that's empty. There's no entities <laughs> there. <laughs> he can get to his bank. There's no mailbox. There's no auctioneers. You know, there's all these refugees laying around. Um, and if he ports to Undercity, um, there's all these uh, elite um, hostile mobs that kill him in, in no time flat. So I figure, uh, for just out of interest's sake, I'll leave him like that and, and see how it affects his life. <laughs> I decided, yeah, Hyde didn't really care whether Orgrimmar and, and Undercity, or he didn't care whether the Horde had Undercity or not. I mean, Undercity doesn't even have a, a hunter trainer, so he couldn't give us stuff. So he, he's going to stay like that. We'll, we'll see how it goes. He just goes to Thunder Bluff to, to train and, and do stuff now. He's, he's a happy little hunter. <laughs> and uh, about eight minutes before the shutdown for the patch, Jekyll hit 77 and uh, I got my cold weather flying. Mm. So he was, a, he was a happy druid. It's very nice to be flying again. It's, uh, I, yeah, I, missed it, I missed it a lot. Uh, now all i got to do is get Hyde there as well, so he's, he's um, not following him around on his uh, riding mount. 
silly ground mounts. So the patch came up. I um, I've taken to I've got a, a kind of uh, religious process I follow when patches are coming out. Now um, I go to the armory and take screenshots of all my characters and their talent trees. I take screenshots in game so I can see where where all the things are on my action bars. I take a, a final backup of all the, the actual data uh, um, directory for the actual install. And immediately after applying the patch, before even starting the game up, I take a, a post-patch copy of, of, the, of the actual uh, install directory as well because I still have this corruption problem that, that happens from time to time. And uh, lo and behold, not two hours after I patched it and logged in and, and started playing, the game crashed and said, oh, I can't read this bit of data out of patch.mpq. And well, that's really frustrating because you know, it's, it's only, I'm only two hours in and already it's got corrupted. And I mm. you know, copy my backup of the, of the patch file back in and start the game back up and everything's fine again. So I, I guess it's something to do with my machine, but I mean, it, it's I've you know, had it had this happening since before. This was my current machine. Never seen it on my laptop, but I've, I've seen it on on you know, two different desktops that I play on. And it doesn't look like they've updated the repair utility. You know, there's a, a repair utility in the install directory. You run it, and it checks all the files, and and uh, if it finds minor corruptions, that it, then it. Um, downloads the uh, the corrupted bits. Right. So I ran that, and um, uh, I ran it after restoring the the copy of my uh, the patch.mpq file, and it came up and said, "Nah, game is irreparable. You know, uninstall it and start again." <laughs> I'm like, uh, "Doesn't it say that every time you run no. it though?" For you. No. No. Oh, okay. No. Sometimes it does actually. Pass. Sometimes, yeah. So, but I think what the issue at the moment is that the repair utility that's there is not three point one aware. Right. And, and so it, it seems it thinks it's corrupted because it, because it doesn't realise you know what it's supposed to look like. Yeah. Because now I, I um, if I if I copy in the you know the backups that I took after patching, yeah, the, the game runs again fine. Um, and. It, if, if I don't, then it's you know, clearly the file is corrupted because as soon as I log back in, then it you know, it just crashes immediately because it's it's trying to render something that's that's in my viewable you know, area and it, and it can't extract that out of the data file, which is annoying. And I, I've run oh, you know yeah. I've run memory tests on my machine to to, to try and figure out oh maybe I've got bad RAM or something. I've run all these memory tests and it's you know there's no problems with it at all. So I don't know. I guess I'll just mm. keep keep going with my backups, and uh, doesn't take long to to recover what you know, it tells me what file is corrupted. Doesn't take long to copy that back in again. But anyway, yeah, I'm loving the patch. As I said, I've dual spec a Shao uh, demonology. Went went even uh, deeper into demonology this time. I got metamorphosis, which is the uh, uh, excellent talent that turns me into a demon for thirty seconds. Um, <laughs> May not be all that great for damage wise, but it certainly looks cool. So, what the hell? And uh, <laughs> my other tree, I've gone back to an affliction tree, which was how I leveled. And I, I do want to get back to affliction. And it and it does actually look like now that I'm geared up a bit better, 
that uh, my damage that I can put out with affliction and demonology seems to be about the same. So I'm mixing that up. I'm happy with that. That looks pretty good. So I don't, I don't think we've got too much of a nerf. Uh, a dual spectre shield. So now uh, a, a holy and, and shadow priest. So that's great for you know rocking up to an instance and okay, you know, what do we need? Need a bit more healing on this fight. You know, need more DPS on this fight. Just swapping back and forth. So that's excellent. And I dual spec Jekyll. So now we've got uh, Arresto and, and Boom can Druid. And, and uh, yeah, as I said, doing my uh, dual crest uh, dailies now, um, killing stuff just, you know, knife through butter compared to trying to kill stuff as a, as a Resto Druid. I can kill stuff as a Resto Druid. You know, they, they can't yes. kill me because I, you know, I just out heal anything, but it just takes forever to, to, uh, to kill them. So and I've stopped there. I, th- I, th- I figured three dual specs in the in the first day was was probably enough. <laughs> it was a bit much, yes. <laughs> so that was uh, three thousand gold for um, uh, thirty uh, points of um, achievements. That's that's a bargain, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I respect um, Hyde. He's the only other. That, oh, I've done one Death Knight, but uh, Hyde, I. Thought hard and, and long and looked at doing survival, but in the end, I chickened out and just went back to Beastmaster. Uh, Try survival, my friend. You may like it. I probably would. I'm, you know, I'm sure I will. I, it'll be one of those, oh, why didn't I do this earlier? But I had that moment when I spec survival. I don't know how I was marksman for so long. Like Being right. marksman versus survival and raiding is kind of silly now. Well, there's uh, one of the things that I did look at uh, when I was um, looking for uh, talent trees. There's a, a website called TalentChick, talentchic.com. And what it appears to do is actually troll through the armory and pull out um, all the talents that it can find and you know, ranks them by popularity. So... You know, you, and you can, you know, so you look at hunters and you know, the, the, the top six star popularity hunter build uh, is a survival build. And the, the next two are survival builds <laughs> and they're only two star. And then you get down to a, a one star, you know, beast mastery. Uh, and, and marksman is three, four, five, six, about the 12th one at the moment. <laughs> 12th, 12th most popular build. So, um, yeah. Looks like survival's the way to go, and um, what I what you can't tell from it though is you know, people are obviously hunters in particular are, are going to be dual specking you know one for raiding, one for PvP. So you can't tell just by looking at that. You know, I mean, you've you've got to know and have right, yeah. some level of of knowledge about the talents and things as to what kind of um, build they've specked out for. So. Um, I'm, I'll stick with Beastmaster for a little while. Maybe once I hit 80 and if I start doing any raiding on my hunter, then yeah, I'll respect, but, but not at the moment. I had to obviously go out. I was a gorillodon, happy with my gorilla, but uh, um, gorillas lost Thunderstomp. Wow. Uh, it's, it's now um, a, a talent that all tenacity pets can get. So I went out and tamed a bear 
because bears have uh, swipe as well. So between swipe and thunderstomp, the bear uh, holds aggro uh, a lot better. Uh, just send him out and round mobs up and and uh, AOE them down, and that's working as well as, if not better than before the patch. So I was happy with that. What what pal- what uh, have you stuck with all your pets? Have you did you re talent your your pets as as well as your hunters? Well, one of the things with um, uh, if you don't do beast mastery, I mean, I can't get that deep into the pet talent tree anyway. So my pets are actually the same spec as they were before, um, right. and you know, ferocity pets are are really very good um, if you're not a um, a beastmaster. Uh, I find that the um, tenacity ones can be really good if you're a beastmaster. I did spec beastmaster for a little while. Um, by a little while, I mean about half an hour. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, just to kind of just try it out on one of the um, heroic um, dummies that are, were in Iron Forge, and I, you know, tried it with um, um, Isis, who's my fero- um, my ferocity cat, and then I tried it with Dov, who's my tenacity bear, and and uh, with the extra stamina and all that and all that jazz, because um, you can get that Call of the Wild, I think, yep. but yeah. Um, it, it, he did, you know, pretty good damage. He did better damage than than Isis did. But when I went back to survival, like you, you the ferocity pet, and I spec them so that they did um, it, in, increased chance to critical, and also have the um, the ten percent to attack, you know, power bonus. Right. Um, one of the things I find with um, ferocity pets is that people can sometimes put um, points into greater stamina because they don't like dash or they don't feel like dash is you know a useful um skill to have in a raid which really it isn't you know when you're in a raid you don't need dash but the thing is is that when you have a ferocity pet if you do bloodthirsty you don't need great stamina i found um so, so, you can, so what would you choose if you if, if you're not using don't need dash you don't need stamina where where, where do you put well, your the points? thing is is that like you need to have three points before you can go to the next tree and so some people go and they put stuff into great stamina and they leave um, um, they leave the Cobra reflexes and dash behind. But in my you know, in my experience, like the Cobra reflexes is gonna be great for critical strike chancing. And yeah. um, you know, like dash is one of those things that sometimes you have to put a point into something that you're not gonna use just to get to the next stuff. But it's better right. to go and get the Cobra reflexes than it is to go and dump stuff into great stamina because greater stamina isn't going to really help you out that much with a ferocity pet unless you're maybe no. beast mastery. But I, you know, as a non beast master, I don't have a ton of points to spare. So, right. What about you, Aprilian? How have you specced your pets? Um, I did, you know, beast master and, um, I just clicked buttons. <laughs> <laughs> This one looks pretty. Yeah. Oh, look, he can do that. So I just went down the tree. But I, I did notice that I forgot in the beginning to to do the tree for the pet. And he was dying a lot. And I also oh. went out and got some new glyphs, so that was kind of cool. Yep. So the uh, speaking of glyphs, the so one of the things that came out 
for inscriptionists in 3.1 was uh, a whole raft of new glyphs that we can make. But you can't just go to your trainer and learn them. You have to learn them from a book. And the book, which is a, a book of glyph mastery, is a random world drop. Oh, my God. <laughs> Good, yeah, I've seen it's, some of those books, and I'm like, really? You want how much? Okay. I'm glad I'm not well, First of all, you have all sorts of people going, want to buy Mastery of Glyph. And yeah. then, then you have the one that's selling them for you know, an enormous amount of money. Yeah, so the, the first day, I mean, there was none up in the auction house, and people just didn't know what to ask for them. So they'd you know, put them up for 1000 Bang, they're gone. Okay, put them up for two thousand. Bang, they're gone. Okay, <laughs> put them up for three thousand. Bang, they're gone. It's like, oh my god, how much are people willing to pay for these? This is crazy. And it's just, it's it's just so addictive to, um, particularly uh, at at this time when patches come out, and it's it's such an opportunity to make a ridiculous amount of gold. Uh, it's it's both addictive to work the auction house and. Um, you, uh, I'm trying to do stuff to get my inscription up, and or not to get my inscription up, but to you know, to, to learn new glyphs and and to um, uh, use some of that stuff. So uh, I wanted one, and you know I was going to buy one at, at whatever cost. And I'm watching the auction house, and there was a couple up there for you know, a couple of thousand. And I'm just sitting there watching. I'd, I'd go across it. I think I was raiding at the time, and I'd, I'd look in my other window and you know do a refresh. Oh look, here's one for fifty gold. <laughs> <gasps> Thank you very much. You didn't. Yeah, oh, no. I bought one for fifty gold. I'm thinking, there's there's people that just oh look, okay, I got a green book. I'll go and put the auction house. Yeah, don't don't look to see. Okay, there's only two up there, and they're both over three thousand gold. How will uh, I price mine? It's just no. Nah. Well, here you go. <laughs> no idea. I just cracked up. I couldn't believe my luck. Mm. So, so, and and then of course I've got the problem of crap. I just bought this for fifty gold. Now, <laughs> do I sell it again and make a, a, a three thousand gold profit, or do I send it to Ashaya? And learn it, and and hope that I learn something that's that's relatively rare, and you know potentially make even more money by by selling the glyphs, because the the glyphs that people were learning, if if you learn one that that no one else is learning, and even if there's only a couple of you, um, and there's not a massive amount of undercutting, those glyphs are selling for one hundred, two hundred, three hundred gold each. Um, the, the the really popular ones. You know, um, Death Knight you know, dancing room weapon and there's you know, really popular hunter ones. They're selling for a fortune. So even if you bought that book for three thousand gold, you've only got to sell thirty of them at at a hundred gold and you've made your money back. You know, plus you know whatever else you make in moving forward, you know, um, working on that profession. And the other thing that I had in the back of my mind is um, me, who's in the guild, is is an absolute auction house nut. He, he probably spends the majority, seems like he spends the majority of his time actually uh, working the auction house and, and making tens of thousands of gold. And he'd made a forum post saying, hey, if anybody gets one of these books um, and you send it to me, I'll learn it and um, we split the profits 50-50 for anything that I, that I sell in the first month. And I'm thinking, that's, that's pretty attractive because 
to be honest, I couldn't be staffed to work in the auction house. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah I, I could just send him this book and he can do all the hard work and send me half the profits from it. So all these decisions and uh, what I ended up doing was um, I, I actually bought another one. I bought another one at about 2,000 gold. I sent one to me. I, I learnt one myself and I've been lucky. I actually learnt something that uh, clearly no one else had learnt because I was the only one selling them on the auction house. Uh, I was selling them on the Horde side for 100 gold, and I'm selling them on the Alliance side for 200 gold. Oh, wow. What, which ones? Oh, do you want to talk which one? <laughs> ah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll leave that a mystery for now, but it's not too hard to work out. So I'm doing a ride on the glyphs, and um, uh, uh, I, the, the first couple of days, those prices were just so crazy. I just couldn't help myself. I think I bought another one at about 2000 and and just resold it at, at 3500 Wow. Uh, just today... Um, I was uh, um, doing a raid and looked again and look, here's another one for 64 gold. <laughs> bought, bought another one at 60 gold. Um, and I've still got that one. I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do with that one. But uh, I need to hurry up and decide because um, prices are coming down. The, the books are now right. down to about 1,500 gold. So, But it, it's, it's just amazing the amount of, of money that people are willing to spend and the, and the, the amount of gold that, that's, that's flowing around at the moment. It's uh, pretty scary. You'd almost think there'd be less because everybody's spending that 1000 to respect, but I guess so. Uh, yeah, but everybody's got, everybody's got you know, tens of thousands. Of, there's probably – it'd be interesting to see statistics on like how many people have got more than fifty thousand. How many people got more than a hundred thousand gold? I think we'd Probably be surprised. Yeah, yeah. So when you look at it like that, you know, spending two thousand gold on a book, it's nothing. Who cares? But the um, clearly uh, the impact of this is the gold sellers are back in full force. Oh my oh, god! Yeah. I'm going to find whoever Susan Express is, and I'm going <laughs> to. <laughs> Like Susan Express, like I will find your server and I will light that server farm on fire and a ladder that burns to the ground. Yeah, it's it's just been unbelievable. Just constant spam. You you, you can't I can't report them fast enough. It's uh, really annoying. So Blizzard need to step the pace back up on that and uh, and fix that. And for the record, you don't have to comment on it in trade. All you have to do is right-click on it and hit report spam. And that's it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, How I hate the gold sellers does not do any good at all. Yeah, because those gold sellers, they're sitting there reading trade chat, and they get so upset if you tell them off. Oh, Oh, yeah, and they get really hurt, and and they, they crawl up in the ball and cry. Yep. Not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I've um, uh, I have done some raiding this week. Uh, amazingly enough, the servers stayed up long enough uh, for us to uh, to actually do some raiding. I won the tear pants on a show, which is is the gives me the the four set bonus. And and I was actually yeah well I was looking at the four set the four set bonus for a warlock 
increases spirit by 300 for 10 seconds when you do a life tap. And I'm looking at it thinking, that's piss weak. Like, what the hell? What, what the hell does a, a warlock care about spirit? You know, spirit. Um, it pr- pretty much uh, affects your mana regen. And in combat, you know, uh, unlike pretty people much like worthless. priests, it's worthless. Uh, my, my in combat mana regeneration is like nine every five seconds compared to 178 while out of combat. So I'm thinking, that's, that's pathetic. What is the point of that? It's like, I, I don't get it. I mean, I've got these other pants. So I'm thinking, I think I'll just wear these other pants because they actually do a whole lot more spell power. And you know, I'm not life tapping that often. And I don't care about the spirit. Uh, and then the penny drops. There's a, a new glyph called Glyph of Life Tap. And what this glyph does is increases your spell power by 20%. Uh, by by twenty percent of your spirit for twenty seconds uh, every time you life tap. So that means that when I life tap, my spirit goes up by three hundred, and it, and it stacks. I I then calculate twenty percent of my spirit, which is is just gone up by three hundred, uh, and that's how much my spell power increases by. Um, which means I'm I'm putting out a lot more damage. So my shot rotation now actually in, includes life tap. So the, the healer's got more work to do because, um, you know, I'm, I'm you know, damaging myself you know, every 20 seconds or so to, to do a life tap, not, not because I want mana back but because I, I want to increase my spell power to, to do more damage. So um, I'm enjoying that. That's, that's cranking out the damage a bit more. Um. What else have I noticed? Oh, the fishing dailies. So there's a, there's a love the fishing daily in Dalaran. You all done the fishing daily now? I love it. New North Northrend fishing daily? I love the ghost uh, one. Ghost fish one is my favorite so far. Haven't got that one yet. We got, our, our server got uh, three severed arms in a row. And uh, today was the, the first day we got something different. And it's the uh, uh, fish up the jewelry in the sewers. So I haven't done the ghost one yet. I look forward to that. Hopefully tomorrow. But the um, the first day I did the because my only fisherman that's that's above you know, anything sensible is a shayo, and so I went and did the the uh, the fishing quest and and got the the reward bag and opened up the reward bag and lo and behold, there's an epic gem in there with thirty stamina on it mm. that's not bind on pickup. Mm. And I'm like, oh, this looks pretty valuable for to be found in a fishing reward bag. Yeah, I waited for a couple of days, and none on the auction house. Yeah, nobody offering them in in trade chat. And uh, went and looked on uh, Alakazam, and uh, there wasn't many there. But the handful that it had seen there said that they were selling for a thousand gold. Wow! So I'm like, wow, that that's pretty good for a fishing reward. So. I haven't sold mine yet, but um, yeah, I don't know what I'll do with that. And I uh, haven't been quite as lucky since, but um, that's pretty good incentive to uh, to spend five minutes fishing. So much so that I, I thought, well, so the other thing that they did, they've obviously they've changed fishing. So now you can fish anywhere. You don't have to go to a, to a low zone area to fish if your fishing is only one. 
but the downside is that if your fishing's not high enough and you're fishing in a in a difficult area, then all you catch is crap, um, just grey items. But you can skill up. Fish. But you can still level up, uh, which is terrific. It's a, it's a fantastic way to do it, and it's leveling so much faster. You you, it's it's no longer you know, dozens of casts in between um, skill up points. So I thought, well, these are actually these aren't fish that I'm trying to fish out of this uh, pool. These are quest items. So I wonder how high I need to be to fish a quest item out of it. So I, t- I took Jekyll out to uh, the frozen sea to try and fish up a severed arm. Jekyll, who has a, had, a, had a massive fishing of one and <laughs> fished there for a while and didn't catch it. And I thought, okay, well, it's, it's a, um, probably – I did actually catch one uh, monster belly. Oh, so I thought that was pretty impressive. That the, yeah. the chance on that must be pretty low. So then I took a shield out, and I, I can't remember why, but a shield had uh, fishing at about a hundred. So I, I took a shield out um, after uh, my mate Deadly Viv had, had tried you it must on. Must have uh, taken her on one of those headlock. fishing parties. Yeah, I must have done. Yeah, actually, that's probably right. <laughs> Opening up more loot cards. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sorry for the noise in the background. <laughs> I have I brought some loot packs yesterday, and I've been opening them up. So far, I haven't gotten any cards though. So, oh, yeah. No, no good stuff. Nope, no good stuff. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, bottom line, I managed to fish up the uh, the quest item at fishing level 144. So. If, if you're out there and you're thinking, oh, there's no point in me doing the fishing daily because you know, I don't have 450 fishing, I can't fish in the frozen sea, uh, get out there and fish. It's so easy now and, and the rewards are well worth it. So you you got the quest. You, you can, the quest at level you one? You can pick up the quest with a, level, a fishing level of one. Wow. Um, so that that's pretty cool. So when you've when you've got the potential for for epic gems in the in the reward bag, and I don't know whether good stuff is in there. That's um, that's time well spent. So yeah, I mean, and I've done that on a shield uh, two days in a row now, and um, her fishing's just over two hundred already. So it's, it's um, it goes up pretty fast. Um. And that's that's pretty much about it. I've done done some uh, some extra raiding this week. I've done plenty of heroics and on a shield, and um, uh, getting getting geared up there. We had a, I actually took her in and healed twenty five man knacks this week. I couldn't because I couldn't take uh, a Shao in um, our drunk with power because I saved the guppers. So I, I took in the priest, and uh, I had a I had a great night. I got three epics in in one night. Wow. A pair of braces that dropped um, that Maui actually won, but he, he passed because uh, they were a much bigger upgrade for me. So thanks to Maui for that. And I got a, a mace and a wand. So I did really well that night. Uh, uh, tried the new have – you, have you tried the new uh, Vault of Archivon, Glantha? No, I have not. I've heard it's hard. Ooh, yeah. It's, it's very hard. So they've added a, a second boss to the Vault of Archivon in Wintergrasp. And, uh, yeah, this, this boss has four adds which need to be off-tanked. And periodically during the fight, uh, the boss will overcharge one of the adds. And before it gets uh, ten stacks on it, you have to kill it. Otherwise, it explodes and wipes the raid. 
And she's, I don't know how much DPS you need to, to kill those things consistently um, before it explodes, but I've been in uh, three groups now and uh, failed miserably. Uh, both tried at both 10 and 25, man. It's it's hard. So I suspect that they've, they've uh, tuned it so that you, know, you need at least some of the people in your raid to, to have some tier 8 stuff out of uh, Aldua in order to have any reasonable level of success. Um. Oh, that's the other thing, the the jousting. Who's done jousting? I was going to talk about that and what I've been doing. So. All righty. Well, I'll, 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 I'll just say um, I find it hard. <laughs> so it's I, so I, hard, I, but I'll talk about that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not passionate about this or anything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Asian tournament. Uh, in, including includes jousting. You, you go up and you get to, to practice and stuff first, and, and then actually you get to, to joust against NPCs. and And I reckon the latency is killing me. I just I've I managed to do it, um, you know, defeat three of them eventually one day, and and it's just so frustrating for me. I know I'll persist at it and go back and do it, but. Uh, um, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm giving it a miss at the moment because it, it's quite frankly pissing me off. But, um, and not in a good way. <laughs> not in a good way. Uh, but uh, so that's that's been me. It's it's been uh, a fun packed, uh, patchy patchy week, and I'm looking forward to lots more to come. Who wants to go next? Can I go next, please, 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 please? Sure, you can go next. All right, so... So what have you been doing? I'll try to be a little quicker because otherwise we'll have a podcast that, you know, is going to be the length of Lawrence of Arabia. Um, (laughs) But... um, Sorry. (laughs) that's <laughs> okay. okay i was interested i was listening to it but i, I feel like our, our listeners may be like oh my god a five-hour control out wow what's going on um so i was i did did a couple of raids in in you know nax and os 10 and os 25 so nothing really new there on either glanther or alaris um i want to just talk a little bit about the arjun tournaments um they Please. are hard oh my goodness, I, I actually found myself getting kind of pissed off, um, but pissed off in a good way, and that, in that, in the way that, like, oh my gosh, here is a, like a daily quest that doesn't feel like work. Like I've actually lose, you know what I mean? Because like, the daily quests that you can go around and you just pick this stuff up, pick this stuff up, you know, like it's, you know, very simple, kind of can be a little monotonous, you know. But this one is like, I found myself. Going back to the Super Mario Brother days of my youth, um, of like that, oh, I got hit by the turtle again, you know, like, <laughs> like I could never quite get past Bowser, you know. Um, <laughs> I'm glad for all you Nintendo people out there, you're like, I know that feeling. Um, I sometimes, like, I'll go, I'll have these winning streaks. Um, right now, I, I was able to go through and do the, um, um, I'm up to a Valiant already. So I was able to go and uh, um, do the dailies, get those um, aspirant, uh, aspirants, I hate that yep. word, it's a tough word to say, aspirants <laughs> tokens. Um, and now I'm, I was like, okay, I, I can do it okay on these targets. Let me go and actually fight some of these other valiants um, in uh, 
um, in the circle there because I'm on the alliance side. So I got to go beat up some gnomes, which they thought I was going to go be able to beat up some gnomes. But then they kicked my sorry little dwarf butt. Uh, <laughs> and it, it, it's all about like the stacking. Like, you have to go and you have to make sure that you have your shields up. Because if you go below two yeah. shields, you might as well just jump off your mount because you're done. You know, like, because yeah. they're, they're tenacious little guys. And I don't even bother trying to fight the night owls because they do this like they're always running away from you to, and they always keep they always charge you, have you. all got different strategies yeah yeah and i'm like I oh I night elves. That i like playing I didn't, I, all their strategies beat me all the time so like okay bastards you know I've, i felt the same kind of frustration that i felt on um Arlaris trying to do the um the the daily that is in um Cold Caldera, what's that one? Like the one that you're on the Drake and you have to go and kill. The- Ace is yeah. high. Ace is high. Oh, I actually I got four out of the five dragons over a course of four days. So this is like a it was a multi day daily, and then I finally <laughs> I finally said, you know, I'm done. It's not worth the sixteen gold. You know, like <laughs> I can go make sixteen gold by by selling, you know, vendor trash. I don't need to go through this yeah. <laughs> torment. Um. Well, that and, was easy because you could dual box it, but this Argent tournament stuff, there's there's no yeah, dual boxing any of it. Yeah, you're not dual boxing any of this if you ever get to the Argent tournament, April. And like, I, I'm sure there are people out there who may try, but I can pretty much guarantee you that you'll fail miserably. Um, yeah. Now, one of the things I, I when I go into a winning streak, though, like it's it's um, it's a winning streak. Like once you get one win under your belt, then like you just kind of carry through. And I basically just, I run away. I do a, a brave Sir Robin. I kind of run away, run away. And then you <laughs> <laughs> um, give him a couple of uh, shield breakers um, and just shield break charge, shield break charge. And if they come really close, I mean, I just lance them. <laughs> I'm just like, you know what? I, you have one shield down and, and I'm just going to try to do whatever damage I can do. And hopefully they'll run away from me. And then while they're running, you have to do a shield break. That's what I found. Yeah. And yep. they try to run away, you shield break them, and you're like, all right, you're, you're breaking combat, you're mine. <laughs> but, right. like, so much. It's actually a lot of fun, though. Like, I'm having so much fun with the tournaments, I actually find myself getting home from work and being like, ooh, I can't wait to go and do those tournaments. Um, yep. Well, the way, I fe- I, the way I felt about it, and, and, and the same, I felt the same way about uh, Vault of Archivon, where we just wipe after wipe. Everyone's been complaining about, Oh geez, it was all too easy. You know, Wrath's just easy modes. You know, let's make it harder. So okay, they made it harder. This is what we asked for. And now people are like, "Oh, it's so hard." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm I'm finding myself like looking forward to the challenge. Like it, it it actually takes me like a, you know, usually I can complete a daily in like maybe ten minutes. But I was there, <laughs> I was there yesterday for probably like half an hour, and. I was sitting there screaming at the screen. I was like, no, you little no bastard. I hate you. <laughs> um, but um, eventually I, I was able to get them down. And, and uh, I'm looking forward to the, the loot is actually pretty cool that you can get with those champion marks. I haven't actually looked, a, to be honest. Yeah, and there's a cool – did you do the cool side quest with the, uh, the Black Knight? Yep. Yeah, and so like the, the Black Knight is uh, – uh, one of Arthas's champions. It's, a really, it's kind of a cool storyline. And now you have to do these prereqs and then they're like, come back to me when you're a champion. So I can't wait to see what's going to happen when you go back. Um, 
Um, but like, yeah, it's, I love the. It's, you need tw- twenty-five marks, so and you only get five a day, so you have to do it for you know, at least five days before you can get onto the next level, right? Exactly. Yeah. So this will be day three for me. So. Hopefully by Wednesday of next week, I'll have a green proto Drake and my champion, um, Mark. So <laughs> I'm, I'm pre-visualizing. I'm kind of you get a you get a green proto Drake just for doing the the five no, days. No, but like uh, Wednesday, my my um, <laughs> my egg will hatch. So I'm kind of uh, well, <laughs> so Wednesday. What? I'm gonna wake up. I'm gonna open up my egg. It's gonna be a green proto Drake. I'm gonna go and like, kill those gnomes, and then I'm gonna go and I'm gonna get my champion Mark. That's that's my day on Wednesday. It's going to be great. Okay. Uh, I, I didn't give my oracle report, by the way, did I? It's uh, no. one, one, one tick bird, one yolk. Boo. Mm. Those yolks, I hate those yolks. Uh, what color tick bird? Uh, it was a white one. Oh. Um, and then I also am now officially part of the Saga Guild. Um, we tried to um, – we had a two-week probationary period, um, and uh, we had an a unceremonious um, invitation. They were going to go and invite me in Nax um, after we downed a couple of uh, characters because it's a role-playing guild, and they wanted to have a little pomp and circumstance. Uh, oh, how nice. I know, but, you know, we – wiped miserably <laughs> and, oh. and so they were like oh you know the guild leader was like how about i just invite you and then we can do something later because right now everyone was good spirits but we just kept you know wiping like we died on um nexna we died on patchwork we almost got patchwork down but then he something happened i forget what it was but those hateful strikes i mean like once he starts doing hateful strikes he runs at you and you're like oh man here he comes <laughs> it's done um and like you can try to feign death but he's he's quick for being a you know size of the state puff marshmallow man <laughs> yeah he's just, ugh, he just takes you out um and you can't and you can't go anywhere because the all the, the slimes have respawned so you can't run out of the room the one thing which is Always really funny. You know that the Frogger boss? They actually call it the Frogger boss because yeah, of those slides. The boss. Yep. Yeah. Um, I've, of course, I'm going to drink to myself. So I'm going to knock on my wood table here. But I've never died running across them. I mean, people must have really bad latency issues because people are running by and they're just like, Bleh, they just die. <laughs> and I was like, how can you, like, they're going so slow. Like, what is wrong? And I think that it must, it must be latency. But like you just kind of you run around them, you don't touch them, and you're fine. So maybe my latency is pretty good. Um, but like every time we go by there, like in a ten man or twenty five man, there's always guildies that <laughs> wipe on yeah. the Frogger boss. We and have a resident that stands on the other side and waits for the inevitable. Okay, didn't make it. Yeah. Like I don't understand like how it is that people can die on there. Like I, like do you see it coming? Do you know it's going to hit you, or do they? Like if you ever no, died probably right. it probably, yeah, you're probably right. It probably is late. <laughs> I've died a couple of times. Yeah, both of them. Well, I can remember um, two two situations. One, the guy in front of me died, and the the slime splats, and so I mistimed it, and it, and it hit me as well, so I died. Mm. Uh, the other one, uh, Solidar, who's a, a rogue that we rape with, <laughs> he he ran yeah. through and died. <laughs> And I stopped and targeted him and, and went slash laugh. <laughs> and I got hit by a slime and died. 
Poetic justice. I love it. (laughs) I stopped in the wrong spot. It was funny as. I was pissing myself. But, uh, yeah, always somebody dies on the Frogger boss every time. It's just, it's just so much fun to kind of watch all these people be like, oh, no, Frogger. Like they, they look at Frogger with more you know, fear than they do patchwork. Um, and, and, then, and then after you've, uh, you're down the next boss and you, and you go up onto that pipe to, to, uh, to run down the, the pipe of death. Oh, the pipe of death. <laughs> <laughs> and, if, and if you fall off that pipe, you've got to run through Frogger again. And it's like, oh, no. Oh, yes. Good times. Good times. Um, and so uh, I'm trying to think here. La la la. Um, that's basically like that's both mostly what I've been doing. I I got um, Alaris up to Valiant, but I'm not going to do any of like the dailies on Alaris because I don't have enough time in my life to go and <laughs> do those dailies on both of my I, of main alts. I got I, as far as uh, uh, on a shield. As um, doing the opening quests and being it uh, such that I could get a, a lance and mount up uh, on one of the mounts, just so that Asheo could challenge her and defeat her and get the tilted achievement. <laughs> so I defeated myself <laughs> by jewel boxing it. Uh, I didn't actually want to be uh, challenge anybody because <laughs> I didn't think I'd actually be able to beat anybody. So, so I just got one of my other characters and challenged that. So, is, that, is that allowed? Is that all right? Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. What about you, Aprilian? How has your oh, pet week been? It's your turn. Oh, okay. It's my turn. All right. Well, first of all, I've had a fabulous week uh, in spite of all the stuff. I, I just love patches because it's new stuff. Patches, patches, and, patches. Uh, <clears throat> before the patch, though, I did take... Uh, Orc and Elite Taborian Tundra, tundra to, tr- to try to complete those quests. Because, you know, I went Taborian Tundra first. And then later on, I went to uh, Howling Fjord. And so now I have a bunch of quests from both sides. And I know I can just abandon some. But I decided to, you know, those bug quests out there. And I, I really like the fact that when you're killing bugs in uh, Borean Tundra... It's, uh, you know, out there by Warsong Hold. That is Borean Tundra, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, you also can uh, skin them <laughs> because I'm also leveling up um, Auric in his level working, leather working. And you need an awful lot of Borean leather to do anything. Yeah. You know? Now I'm also in getting into heavy Borean leather. So now not only do I need Borean leather, but I need, you know, a lot of it. So that was kind of fun, and then that quarry. You know, just, just while you're on that, that that quarry outside Warsong Hold, where all those spiders and and mobs are that, that you're skinning. Mm-hmm. Like the first time I did that on uh, a Shao and a Shield was you know the day of release, and there was you know, you were fighting for mobs. And, and oh, I can imagine. You, you, you couldn't move in there and, and you know, find mobs to kill. and Everything was just dead and you'd stroll through and, and pick up quest items. <laughs> my God, I tried doing it last week on my death night and there's no one else around. 
It's mm-hmm. so hard. Right, because there are some <laughs> – the, the respawn rate is amazing. move anywhere without being jumped on by 100 bugs. And right. I know bugs and, are, but oh, I, can't, I can't take on that many. And there's a guy – there's one big bug that comes in, and when he rolls in, he brings a bunch of other bugs. They just come from nowhere and start attacking uh, you. I, I think they need to uh, to thin that out a bit now. Now that there's oh, not. Oh no, I loved it because when I'm uh, triple box, uh, dual boxing, or quad boxing, yeah. it's it's just enough because we're all you know. Our, oh, yeah. well, mostly I'm triple boxing. But it's like, easy when you're dual or triple yeah. boxing. But I, I was I thought I'll try well, it like four people free? do it and do it as, as a single player. And <laughs> did you free one of the any of the people from the? If you free somebody from the uh, web things. They actually fight they with you. you out. Yeah, I, I probably should have done that. And, and yeah, and up. they buff you if they're mage or whatever, and so that really helps. Although they stay with you for a few minutes and they go, oh, I have to go now. It's time for me to go back and join the fight. <laughs> but I like that. I think it's, I wish there was more little interactions with uh, NPCs. And uh, yeah. Wow. I'm sure they'll do more than that. So that was kind of neat and, you know... Um, Going around and finding the places to blow stuff up, and you, you got to blow those pits, and mm. uh, and then riding out, and um, you know, there's there's a whole bunch of quests right around that area. I mean, it's like packed. You know, you ride out, and there's a there's a group of people that want you to do something at one point. Uh, they're just standing there, and then you have to run out and uh, hit all those little different towers. And it's just, I had a blast, and uh, I almost finished. And it's kind of funny because, of course, when I'm at work on my break, I'm dual boxing, and uh, it's uh, I have to pick and choose which. I like to take Auric with me all the time because he's the skinner, and I just really hate leaving corpses around unskinned. Yep. And so I have to, yeah, and I had uh, I was really pulling Elite with him because Elite was still was sixty nine, and the only sixty nine I had left, uh, Oric had already hit seventy and had flying, and you know Elite. I mean, April did it a while back, so um, that was kind of neat getting points with him with her, so she could get a little higher. And then patch day hit, and we talked about that. And the first thing I did when I got on was to stack my ammo. And <laughs> there were so many things to look at. And silly stuff like icons changing. Did you notice the cockroach icon changed? And the yeah, lizard bear icon changed. Yeah, all the, mount, all the uh, mounts icons changed, or a lot of them. A lot of them, yeah. Yep. Um, Northrin and minor inscription moved to the inscribe tab. Instead of being under others, <laughs> did you notice that? No. Uh, nope. Didn't notice that. You, well, okay, because you're not you're not discovering anymore. No, I'm not. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> well, I'm discovering from expensive books. Yes. So um, after patch day, I took the day after patch day. I guess this was Wednesday. I took Elite and Oric to complete some more of the quests out there. Uh, there's this one quest where you have to, where you go to report to some guy, and then once you turn in the quest, he wants you to help fight this elite. And I didn't want to fight it with um, just one, so I had to wait till uh, Oric had done all the points, but elite still needed to do it. So um, 
or vice versa. Anyway, so I didn't accept the final quest. I just turned in the quest and then left, left the uh, exclamation mark up, which is very hard to do, you know, because, you know, they, they're very needy. So you've done this for me. Now do this. <laughs> Next, <laughs> and it's and it's almost automatic to go ahead and accept that same that next um yep. next quest. You know, it's like we're we're clicky clicky. Yes, we're Pavlov's dogs in that department. So I didn't accept it, and then we rode up, and we actually completed another quest. And I was getting ready to turn it in, and then of course now, then all of a sudden I'm not moving, and I can't interact with anything, and. ER went boom. <laughs> and the re really weird part was they were both together coming into Warsaw Hole to turn in a quest. And next thing I know, when I log back in, Auric is at one point in, in Borean Tundra. And Elite is way back on another point. <laughs> yeah. So not only did they, they roll back, but they didn't even roll back to the same points. <laughs> Well, it Even wasn't. Were, I don't think it was so much that they rolled back in, in so far as the the server was was actually um, cactus for a while before it, they took it down, and it just hadn't been saving things. Saving things, right? But it's just I just thought it funny. Even though they were side by side, they ended up in different parts. Uh, so it was Thursday morning, before I even got on. I went to uh, Curse and other places on the internet and updated all my add-ons that I could. Yeah, a couple of ones. props to the to the, the add-on people. It's pretty much immediately all the you know the key ones. You know, I don't I don't yeah. have any add-ons that are, that I rely on that um, aren't working. They either um, got updated or or they're still working. Right. The only one I couldn't find an update for was Elephant. Mm -hmm. But it still works. But it still works, yeah. you know. And for those that don't know, you can just click on um, load out of date add-ons, yep. and they work. So yep. that was kind of neat, and I felt really responsible. And then I took Orak to, to chat to do some fishing dailies and level fishing. I guess I could, you know, I can go anywhere, but it's better to be fishing somewhere where you can get something rather than just uh, getting junk. So that's why I took him back there. And while he was there, he also picked up a cooking quest. You know, what the heck. Then I brought uh, both the Death Knights to Warsung Hold, and we completed a bunch more quests there. And um, that was kind of nice. Uh, oh, someone keeps undercutting my pets on the <laughs> side. Oh, no. Yeah, and you remember a few episodes back, I talked about somebody had put me on their... Uh, friends list and then messaged me and wanted me to to explain to them why I was on their friends list. I figured out that's probably what they're doing. So if you, you know, if you're competing with somebody on the on the auction house and you put them on their friends list and when they log on, you know they're logging on just to put their Oh yeah. Their, yep. Yeah, so they yep. probably were doing that and then the minute I log off, they run over to the auction house and undercut me. Yep. Yep. So <laughs> Have you added them to your friends list now? No. <laughs> <laughs> because I figure after a while, somebody, they're going to run out of time or they're going to have to go do homework or something. <laughs> so I'm still making go, but um, it just frustrated me. that, uh, and, and it's so silly because that's the whole nature because I'm undercutting people too. So, you know, 
do as I say, not as I do, or don't All undercut right. me. I'll undercut you. <laughs> and on my Horde bank alt, who's selling my glyphs, she's made a ton of money selling glyphs left and right. Hmm, I wonder why. Why? Mystery. So then back in Borean Tundra the following day, I completed some more quests, and Elite hit 70. Oh, congrats. So I, yeah, I took her to Shadow Moon, but it was kind of silly because I had taken her to Shadow Moon when April hit 70, but it turns out that you don't get the flight path connection unless you have the Stonebreaker mm-hmm. yep. flight path. So I had to, again, bring another alt out and then summon her. And then I went ahead and took them all to... We, after she got her mount, we flew to Stonebreaker, so she had that link. And it was kind of neat. I had I had a posse flying in the air. <laughs> <laughs> so I just put everybody on file. I put one uh, tune in the front, and then everybody's following her. And it's the most beautiful sight <laughs> to have. How are you four. going with, uh, with Slash Follow? flying since the patch so far so good i haven't had uh, any problems i've, yeah, I've had and, uh, a lot more problems it really? seems to be, yeah it seems to, be, to break almost constantly oh because we we right away the first thing we did was go to underbog because it was hard for uh elite to get out there before or i had to wait and get the others out there and summon her mm. but we were all able to fly of course except for we couldn't get in the water because we were on our mounts but then we got on our land mounts, and we rode underwater. Yeah. <laughs> and that is so neat. It's slow, though. It's slow, but it's pretty. Yeah. And our little horses swimming underwater. The, the time when it's good is when you're swimming through water that's got fish that attack you, and, and uh, you, you, you come up out of the water and and it used to be that if you're in combat you you couldn't mount up you'd have to just keep right. running and running and running yeah now you you're still water. mounted and you just off you go it's great yeah. uh, so, did that in, actually did uh Zulgarab today to try and get the um uh the rear mount out of there and uh we're jumping through the water doing the fish boss and got attacked by fish and just rode out and kept riding it's cool it is cool so then we went to Underbogs with the twins up in Auroch and Aprilian. And uh, <laughs> Jovan whispered me, and I love this because I have a couple of people who will see me on and then they whisper. They're kind of funny. They go, are you leading? And then they whisper the next character, are you the lead? <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, he wanted to join me and uh, he we got in and it was great because he'd done it before and we were you know plowing right through it and then I guess he disconnected and I haven't heard from him since I hope he's okay I did send him a twitter and I still haven't heard so Javon thanks for joining me I did get to Gazan and take and I took him down but uh, then I didn't know where to go <laughs> so uh, I've gone back in again hmm? forward there was no forward when we got to Gazan it was a platform with nothing else on it you, you you just jump off the platform and uh, into the water and there's a uh, there's only basically one way you can get out of the water. Oh, okay. Just jump down and there. And that leads in. Okay, I'll have to remember that. So then Saturday morning, um, even though everybody else was still hanging out in Colfang, 
Um, <clears throat> I took Auric and uh, April to do their dailies. April's a jewel crafter. And uh, Auric is the, um, he has the cooking daily. And he went and ran into the kitchen and there was a white exclamation mark. Okay, maybe it's because I took that other cooking daily in chat and I didn't finish it. So I abandoned that and still no no blue exclamation mark, just a white one. It didn't occur to me until afterwards that white means it's, you know, not available yet. I thought maybe I, I don't know, I, I thought maybe I'd done something wrong. What level is he? He's uh, 70. And so th this happened Thursday and this happened Friday. So then Friday I think I went to to Deleron and I got the cooking daily again and I went out to Negrand and made some stew in a cemetery ancestral ground which creeps me out I mean how does that make the stew better <laughs> <laughs> and um oh and at the same time my my inscriptor learned glyph of Ray's dead for the death knight which is a great yep. Glyph, no I more dust. No more, no more dust. God, I kept running out of dust. I hated that. And so then, um, <clears throat> oh, well, I'm trying to go in order. I'm, I listen to podcasts. Crazy um, talk. Yeah, doing it. Order. I'm doing playing World of Warcraft. And I was listening to Chris and Dave's podcast. And I really feel bad for them because they, they're not having fun. <laughs> All right, and actually, I'm Dave, who, who's Chris and Dave? Uh, it's a podcast. Let me see if I can. I'll put a link in the show notes. But that's the name of the podcast, Chris and Dave. Oh, okay. It's Chris. It's Chris from um, Analog Hole Gaming. Um, uh, what's her name? Christy. No, maybe it's not Chris and Dave. Maybe it's somebody else and Dave. But it's Chrissy's husband and a guy named Dave. I thought it was Chris and Dave. But her name is Chris. So, anyways, uh, I'll put a link in the show. Husband's but, name Chris is it? Doesn't mean Christy and Chris. That doesn't sound no. right. No, his husband. I think her husband is Dave. Because I think it's Chris, Dave, and Faye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm clearing up. In Maybe the we should take this offline. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and anyways, but the point was, and I really shouldn't even mention them at all because I just wanted to say, if you're not having fun then I, I would stop playing. <laughs> Go play something else. I mean, I'm having tons of fun, but of course that's because I'm playing it weird. Also, the fact that um, Nax and some of the, the raids are grind right now, I think it's all like, you know, prep work for Alderman, don't you think? Alderman. Well, yeah, yeah. too. Well, it's it could all... be prep work for Alderman if you want to. <laughs> if you want to go back to Badlands. Badlands uh... Doing in heroic mode. <laughs> <laughs> that drive people around the bend. And you know the worst part about all of this is that whenever I think of Alderwar now, I do see those little trogs. Oh. <laughs> they really should like get completely different hey, names. Trogs. Ugh. I know. <laughs> Old world content you've brought up. It's them and hyenas. It's oh. Uh. <laughs> So, anyways, I just wanted to to say that I just I feel bad for anybody not having fun. Of course, you know he did mention that he plays because of the people, uh, and um, so then when I tried to go back into underbogs, I wiped a couple of times, and um, and then during break, I just uh, at work 
last night. I took Ark and Leap back to Agamon, and we just um, ground grounded a uh, shovel shovel tusk. So um, because Elite just turned seventy, and the other guys are, you know, like a third of the way into seventy, I wanted to bring her up a little bit, and that was a cool way of doing it. Um, Ark is doing leather working and then passing on the. Uh, whatever he makes to Pramal, who disenchants it. But what's really funny is Elite's doing leather, April's doing uh, jewel crafting, and she's passing on stuff. But a couple of the things she was making, I'm, and I don't know if, sometimes I, I sell stuff on the auction house, but some stuff I just don't feel like going through the whole process, and I just sing, send to Pramal. But she's doing the tr- dream signets now, right. the rings. Mm-hmm. And she does it with a dream shard and a titanium bar and a forest emerald. And then Ooh. she sends it to Pramal to DE and Pramal gets a dream shard. <laughs> you know, although April does get a, a a point, a skill up point for making them, it just seems kind of funny that yeah. she gets the dream shard back. <laughs> So do you think it might be, it's a blue item. Maybe I should just sell them on the auction house and see how much they go for. Yeah, probably might be a better idea. Apparently they've made some changes. Um, Deadly Viv's leveling his jewel crafting and they've actually made some some nice changes in terms of uh, reducing the the items that you need to make some stuff. Because it was, it was really difficult. Uh, I real, feel sorry for people that are, that are trying to level up uh, professions like that now because you know, you, you're dual crafting that requires you know, azerothium diamonds and and large opals and things and, and no one farms that stuff anymore so they're worth a fortune and you're spending you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 gold on, on mats per point and that's just crazy so apparently they've removed some of the, the uh, requirements and it's, and it's a little bit easier to add some of the sticking points to level well, the funniest thing was that I had heard way down the pipe that black diamonds were going to be uh, on jewel crafting mats. So I bought a lot of black diamonds and put them in the uh, guild bank. And then so today I went to learn, you know, uh, you can make a new item, a uh, gem, a mm-hmm. random gem from a black diamond. Yep. But uh, it's gray. <laughs> it's a gray skill to uh, at least. Uh. Yeah. So, April, yeah. So maybe I should just check and see how how they're going in the auction house and go for that. So what are your feelings oh, on? The, the funny thing to this morning, though. Oh, so then I did finally go back. I was reading on their forums. I want to get back to the whole thing with the Iraq not being able to do the uh, cooking daily. So I'm reading on the forums, and it's it's so funny when you when you're having a problems and you do a search in. Um, on the internet about stuff that's going on with World of Warcraft, it's like this whole new separate gossip thing. It, the, the, and there's some websites that are like the Inquirer. <laughs> it's going, oh no, you have to be 77 to do the t- cooking dailies. Oh no, you got to be 72. Oh no, I did it on my 74. You know. So this morning I ran into the uh, the kitchen and lo and behold, there was my blue exclamation mark so i think it might have been a bug and i want to thank everybody who reported it because i didn't report it so obviously uh, blizzard caught on to it and they fixed it oh, good but the best best part was there was this cute hot 
um, female warlock in the uh, kitchen, too. Yeah, Shafasheo. <laughs> yes, I have started doing my uh, cooking dailies again because the, the um, hat. The hat. Well, yes, that the hat. I've got, <laughs> I get, I've got to get the hat, but also. How, how many points do you have? Uh, don't know. Okay, uh, go ahead. But also, the the fish feast that you make is no longer um, uh, bind on pickup. So you can actually sell. Oh, so you can sell them. Sell them, um, and then that's good for you know raids where you're basically relying on the the small handful of people that are bothered to level the cooking up to bring fish feast all the time, and, and it's bloody expensive to to be making stack after stack of fish feast. Um, so you can you can sell them now, and people can buy them and share the load, and all the mats uh, for the fish feast can now be all fished in winter grasp. And uh, you don't have to find pools. Just head into Wintergrasp and chuck your rod in. And uh, it, it seems like about um, a, an even drop rate of, of all the mats that you need. Um, I yeah, spent 15 minutes and, and fished up enough to make half a dozen uh, fish feasts. So that's pretty cool. Oh, congrats. Hmm. All right. And so I guess that brings me to... What I've been doing, the end of what I've been doing. Oh, phew, I was going to say. I know. Just getting started. <laughs> and I'm having fun and I'm looking forward to, um, I'm going to go back into, don't ask me why. I know I'm not playing right, <laughs> trying to quad box these dungeons, but I just have fun in there. And uh, it's kind of neat to, you know, get in there and bring up, when I, I remember uh, I was uh, in, well, after Jovan disconnected and I managed to work my way up to Gazan and I'm seeing this big thing on this platform and I'm going oh my gosh I'm gonna die <laughs> and I saw a Shayo log in and I said oh can you come help me and he goes hey I got bigger fish to fry I'm going in the next I'm not gonna come over there are you crazy so all I did was I, I did a little reading and it said to just watch out for the tail and um, you can even kite him over to the wall and keep the tank against the wall. And so we brought him over to the wall and we fought him. And well, I fought him and I had no problems. It went down. So, and, and of course, when I said to Asheo, Oh, I did it by myself. And Asheo responded, Of course you did. <laughs> I knew you could do it all the time. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> all right. So. That brings us to the end of what we've been doing. Anybody want to add anything? Well, I was just, I was just going to mention um, about the the nerfage that they did to a whole bunch of things that that I feel just dumb the game down. You know, they, they, I don't know, don't know where they're going to stop with it. You know, I, I think it's disappointing that they take out things like you know, the the fishing quest to to get to the next level of fishing. Um, yeah. Because it was too hard. Oh, you who? Uh, and and things like now you can't fail in 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 doing a a mine or a herb or or a skin. Uh, I mean, well, there was a great uh, World of Warcraft comic on the um on the World of Warcraft page once about this Torin trying to go and pick up this piece of uh, peace bloom 
and she's there and you could see like she's trying to pick it up her hands are shaking you know she's uh, trying to grab this little herb and then it says failed you know like and she's like no she tries again she's uh, trying to pick up this piece of <laughs> this little flower off the ground she can't do it so i think that there's like from a like a perspective i could see why like with herbalism or like you know mining like you can not fail i mean you, you shouldn't f- fail because you're a big strong you know in your in, in your case blood elf uh, um that you know <laughs> snap snap um <laughs> that uh you, you shouldn't have trouble picking up a flower off the ground when you can down you know wild animals <laughs> uh, but there's a skill to it right and if you don't cut it just right you can so it shouldn't be as shaft. easy to, to pick something that's grey versus something that's orange. Um, so I don't know. I, I just yeah. I don't think it was necessary. I, I think they're going a bit over the top in in you know making it Hello, Hello Kitty Island adventure. <laughs> uh, yeah, not, not having to to figure out. Uh, you know, things like where you get first aid books to level up first aid. You know, they took out all the books for all all of that stuff. It's just it didn't have to do that, uh, and and it just sets a precedent of you know where where are they going to stop? How, how dumbed down are they going to make it? Well, dumbed down as people win. complain about. You know, like they're, they're a business. If if all their customers say it's too hard, they're going to make it cheaper because they don't want to have people lose. You know, subscription. You know, so it's a self perpetuating cycle. Mm. You log in and you can win. Yep. Log in, press one, I win, beauty, I'm off. All right. Here's Fat Loots. Bye. Okay, okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> All right. Well, we have a special treat that uh, we spoke with Xandar, uh, and we're going to play this now. Hey, look who's here. It's Xandar2112. How are you? I'm doing very well. How are you? Oh, Morning. wonderful. Welcome. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry. So Xander stopped in because he has something he wants to share with uh, the rest of our listening audience. Xander's also a uh, frequent contributor to Control Altwow. And now he's branched out on to his own in a website, and the link will be in the show notes, called theexperiencenoob.blogspot.com. Tell us a little bit about this site that you've put together. <sighs> Uh, your blog. Well, this uh, this blog was kind of the um, the inspiration of of many podcasters. I've been addicted to podcasting now for oh a couple months, and uh, you guys, who I would have to say, is one of my first. And uh, <clears throat> were we gentle? I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. <laughs> for the most part, it didn't hurt too much. Okay. <laughs> and hey, you can only go up from here. Um, there you go. <laughs> and we're still speaking. <laughs> but you know, okay. it really did actually, you know, drag me down into the depths, and you know, made me start listening to Bind on Equip, though. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just don't listen to video games in despair. Despair in video games. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't gone that far, have you? I have not. No. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Although I might have to uh, now that you mention it. I'll apologize. I, I apologize for a priest. <laughs> <laughs> 
So tell us about your website. You put a lot of work into it, and it looks very good. Well, it's a, it's a work in progress. I actually bought uh, the book Blogging for Dummies, so I've been called a dummy on many occasions now. Um, but uh, I, I, it just kind of came up. Uh, me, my my sister, and my best friend were uh, sitting on the porch in the uh, at my parents' house, and we were just talking about wow and. Just listening to the three of us talk, I was like, gosh, we sound like a podcast. And uh, so I thought, you know what, maybe I'll, I'll start one. And uh, I started asking all the experienced folks out there that do podcasts, you know, how they got started and that sort of thing. And uh, it was actually Stompolina that said, you know, before you do a podcast, start with a blog first and get that rolling and then start moving up towards uh, a podcast, and so uh, thanks to Stomp, I've I've started the blog, and uh, never would have gotten into blogs otherwise. But now, and and just for those who don't know, Stompalina is of Rawcast, the podcast Rawcast, it, and that's uh, another it's good great podcast. Into what she's got to say, there she plays Alliance. I mean, my God, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so. And that's uh, that's kind of how it got started, and and uh, you know we I've got a contest going now. I've been in a, uh, contact with a couple of different people that have uh, helped me contribute a little bit. So uh, it's uh, it's moving along now. If I can just get people to enter the contest, that'd be even better. <laughs> and what is this contest? Uh, it's the contest that I'm doing right now. Is I'm giving away a, a couple of loot cards plus. Uh, one of those uh, vanity tabards that you can get uh, from redeeming points with uh, Upper Deck. Um, so I'm giving away uh, one of those plus a uh, couple of loot cards. Uh, and all you have to do is uh, post on my blog and just share one of your uh, noober moments, as, as you like to put it, brilliant. <laughs> okay. And, uh, and who is the audience that your blog is aimed? This blog, The Experienced Noob, is aimed for uh, the newer players or those that um, are still trying to, to get their feet wet in WoW. Um, there are so many podcasts out there that are aimed towards people that are going towards endgame stuff that uh, when I started playing WoW, I was kind of just uh, thrown in feet first and just said, you know, sink or swim with it. And uh, I've had to ask a lot of people in game, and you know, buy books and stuff like that to try and figure out my way of wowing, as well as uh, you know, all of the the different nuances to the game and the the rules of the community and things like that. And I figured, you know, this is a good way to to help those people kind of know what they're getting into or, or find out some stuff that a lot of uh, elite players take for granted or that they don't, they don't tell you know, new people coming up this is something that's, that's accepted socially or that sort of thing. You know? There's a lot of little things in WoW that people don't really know exists unless they... And it's just a scene yeah, that they... Yeah, have. exactly. So this is basically an accumulation of your newness. Exactly. Of the knowledge of your newness. Now, Bella, that's your That sister? is my sister, and, and that's actually kind of she plays? where her name, where the name of the, the blog, The Experienced Noob, came from. Um, she, unfortunately, couldn't make it today, but uh, uh, The Experienced Noob is because uh, her and her ex-husband uh, 
he played a lot of WoW, and he dual boxed a lot, and he dual boxed, and he, I think he even triple boxed a lot of times with. That's just. Crazy. I know. I don't know who else does that. I mean, jeez. <laughs> and uh, he did it with uh, with her account, and uh, he did it on on uh, the account that I I'm using now, uh, which was actually my nephew's account before I pirated it from him, and he gave it to me. Um, and uh, he would go into raids using his account plus um, my sister's account. And so she had a, a character that was all epicked out, uh, Bella. And she, when she'd go on a raid, it was usually with him. And so she's a level like 72. She had been a level 70 through Burning Crusade for, you know, <laughs> a long time. And she didn't know half the stuff she was doing, or where she was going, or how she got there. And so I just said, you know what? You're just a you're just a noob, but you just had the experience of going into raids and end game stuff. So that's where the oh, experience noob came from. Cool. All right. So, so I, we have experience noob. Oh, I was yeah. just going to say, I, I noticed you're um, advertising for your guild. What's your guild aimed at? Is it a, a leveling guild, a raiding guild, a social guild? Um, it's a little bit of both. Um, we're just kind of really getting getting going as far as uh, the members. So we've only got a few 80s, and that's kind of what we're aiming for is we want to get to uh, end game content, but we're not uh, hardcore raiders or anything like that. So it's it's a social guild that we want to get to to end game stuff. So social moderate guild would be, I guess, the best way to put it. So no DKP. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So and uh, you also have a Twitter account. If anybody wants to follow you, you want to share that. One? Uh, that's um, Twitter dot com slash Xander twenty one twelve. I made things as simple as I could and tried to keep with Xander as much as I could, which was my actually not my original uh, main. He actually was an alt for a long time, and and he's gotten to get more of my personality as time went on. Um, we're on the Trollbane server, which is not a roleplay server. However, uh, some of the people in my guild like to to play roleplaying games, and so you'll see them from time to time pull up their, their roleplaying personas with their characters, and I do that quite a bit with mine. So uh, it's quite an interesting... Sometimes in guild chat we'll get a lot of, you know, humans are useless, uh, deny or nothing but, uh, you know, big blue smurfs and that sort of thing. So I thought they were space goat. <laughs> you know what? That's what I keep telling him. I said I'm a space goat. What in the heck is a smurf? Not a smurf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> space goat. Space goat. All right. Well, thanks. I'd just like to uh, correct myself uh, before we... We go on, uh, though it's probably too late. I'm sure the witch has already Twittered me to tell me I'm a fool, but uh, of course, Stompolina does actually play on the Horde side, Stalghelm. Oh, okay. Good thing you caught just, that. Just too many people, too many servers, too many guilds. <laughs> All right, but it's too many Hordies on podcasts. Of... That's what I say. Yeah, isn't that amazing how many Horde the... podcasts? Not, not that many Alliance. Yeah. I think part of that has, oh, yeah, no. part of that has to do with they like can't. the, um, the, I think like the, the horde really is like an older base, and so they probably have more time to <laughs> podcast. It's, it's hard to get a good microphone on, a, on an allowance. Yes, <laughs> when, you're do, when you're doing homework in <laughs> <you're> geometry. <laughs> um, yes. 
<laughs> you know you're going to get hate mail from Starman. I know, I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for joining us. And please, I implore everyone to go and check out the experience, noob.blogspot.com, and follow Xandar on uh, Twitter. That's Xandar2112. Uh, thanks for joining us, and we'll be checking in on your blog from time to time to see how you know. Thank you. I very much appreciate it. Yes, thank you, Xandar. All right. Thank you guys very much for letting me on. You want to close us out with that thing that you people say? <laughs> what, for the Alliance? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Have a nice night. A nice morning. Yes, 4.30 in the morning is awfully early. Good luck, guys. Yes. Thanks, Thanks man. All right. Well, that was very nice. And, uh, yeah, let's give this guy his uh, support. Uh, it's a nice blog. And uh, it's... Uh, Control Alt Wow approved. <laughs> so, what do you think of that of Xandar's attempt at this website or his wonderful work he's done on his website? Yeah, I've read, read a couple of his blogs, and uh, I think he's definitely off on the right track. And good luck to him. I hope it uh, manages to keep that going and and get a, a podcast up up off the ground. Sounds like that's what he wants to do. Yeah, I'm. I'm really impressed at the level of work he's put into it. He's done. A, he did a lot of research. He did. He didn't just jump in blindly. So, I think he's going to do great. Yep. And I think that he's going to. It sounds to me that all the people he would do the podcast with all live in the same time zone. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> what a concept! What a concept! That's <laughs> radical. That's no. Yeah. That's that's fail for a start. That's not going to work. Surely. And and I love the fact that uh, he. Uh, Plays with his sister. I think that's awesome. Yeah, that's terrific. Yeah, I've uh, I've heard my my nephew plays, and he's level fourteen alliance, but he's seventeen. And I just I just I just can't see myself playing with him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know. It might be fun, but you know, and I Once I love him dearly. I love him dearly, but I just they they're very. I don't know, kid like, <laughs> and I don't know if I could play with them. Fair enough. I do like yeah. the uh, if you actually have a look at um, uh, his site, the advertising for um, people to to apply to the guild, and they're using a uh, a form type thing from uh, wow wowheadhunter dot com, and that looks oh, like yeah. a, a a pretty good template for. Um, you know, guild advertising and, and applying to guilds. So, got a nice guide of, of guild personality you know, between sociable and comp- um, competitive and fun and serious. Learn a veteran. It looks like a, a good thing that um, some people might want to look into and use for their guilds. Yep. So, check out the link to the experience noob.blogspot.com. And uh, thanks, Xander. So, um, I didn't hear from our old pal Blade. Hopefully we'll hear from him next week. I did send out an email yesterday telling him we were recording this morning, so let's uh hope uh, I was actually uh did Nax with him earlier in the week. It was a a cast of thousands in the next run we were doing. It was um Blade and myself and uh Priest slash River Sky and Maui and Oh wow. Yeah. So, 
we all had a lot of fun. Oh, well, good. So, let's uh, get on to emails. Okay. And email number one is from Keel Hall. Jump straight into that. Is that all right? Yeah, that's fine, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings again, Control OL crew. I hope you had a great holiday weekend. I got some of my much-needed family time in and even a little wow to boot. I ran my first heroic dungeon on my Hunter and it was great, even if the gear that dropped was useful to every class but mine. Well, that doesn't sound right. I thought all loot was Hunter loot. Isn't that the way that goes? <laughs> it is. Only uh, spell power. Yeah, only <laughs> yeah. spell power. Spell power, yep. The cloth cloth spell power. All hunter loot. My oracle egg finally hatched and drumroll, I got the proto-dragon whelp. Not the drop <laughs> I was hoping for, but I'll take it. I have to admit my heart stopped for a second when I first read it. Lol. Yes, I, I think everybody that gets the proto-dragon whelp for the first time goes... <gasps> Oh, it's yeah, like I, I, I scream like a little girl when I see it. I'm like, ah, oh. I also play my pally for a bit, and he's now level 73 and a tanking machine. Well, I hope you guys have a chance to enjoy the long weekend, and I can't wait to download this week's podcast, Keel Hall. Thanks, mate. We did have a great long weekend, and uh, we've had a, a great patch week to follow it up. Great. Glantha, you want to read the next one? Yep. So the email number two is from Karen. She says, hmm, I could have sworn I sent this email already. Perhaps I got eaten by the inner tubes. Most of it still applies, I suppose, um, though it's responding to topics that uh, from several shows past. Um, do with it what you will, but I would like a chance to win an iTunes gift card. I'm getting an iPhone for Mother's Day. Ooh. Nice. Lucky. So, quick update. Um, our three-tune group has gone through the BC instances up to Arcanai Crips. And yes, we did them in the quote-unquote right order. Um, next up is Caverns of Time, um, Escape from Durnhold Keep, um, which sounds like a bad movie sequel, which is true. Um, I'm looking forward to it since we're, we've heard about the instance but never been inside. We need to level up one level, though, and I'm glad 3.1 dropped so that I can dual-spec my paladin, Holy Prot because questing with a mage pally duo when I was holy was painful. The patch brings more fun dailies for my level 80 hundred to do, the Argent Tournament, uh, new non-combat pets for those obsessive uh, pet collectors out there, like my hunter, Elsa. Uh, great show as usual. Keep it up. Can't wait to hear what you have to say about 3.1. Karen, um, P.S. I see that I sent the email below from a different address, so maybe I got caught in a spam filter. Yeah. So, yeah. I apologize if I miss out on anybody's email, but if we don't read it on the uh, on the air, you know, send it again, or you know, just send me a little slap. <laughs> Twitter and abuse us. Yeah, Twitter. Twitter the Twitter the email at 140 characters at a time. <laughs> you no, can, uh, Twitter no. at Control Alt Wow, or you can Twitter a Prillian or a Sheo. And I hear that. Oh, um, Glamp is on Twitter now. Um, well, technically. <laughs> technically, is on Twitter, and it's one of those things. Like I feel totally out of place on there. Like I, I'm definitely like my mom trying to use a computer. Only I'm there on my iPhone trying to use Twitter, and I'm like, I don't what? How many you tweets? Know, Who tweeted know, at me? What? You know, in the beginning, it's always like that, but after a while, you get the hang of it. It's the weirdest thing ever, but it works. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right, email number 
strange people talking to you that you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. And remember, you don't have to let everybody follow you or follow everybody that follows you. It's all right to unfollow people. Um, anyways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Email number three from Mucklore. Good day, Aprilia and Ashea, Glantha, and possibly Blaze. I am writing to tell you how WoW has affected my life. I started playing WoW a little over two years ago, and I am no doubt addicted to the game. I am married with two daughters, and they really don't understand the obsession I have for a PC video game, seeing how I am 42 years old and work all the time. I play with my twin brother who got me into the game, and whenever we are on, we are on TeamSpeak talking. What people outside the game don't understand is that the experience is far beyond that of just the video game. The friendships you make in game and the entire community that has sprung sprung up around the game is mind-blowing. I would never put the game ahead of my family or work in my priorities, even though if you ask my wife, she would disagree. I really don't see the attraction of just sitting on the couch watching the same old, same old on the television. I get to talk to my brother who lives in Pennsylvania and I live in Texas. I get to exercise my mind, unfortunately not my body, <laughs> and do something I enjoy. The hardest thing I have found is trying to explain in-game commitments to my wife. If I sign up for a raid on a certain day at a certain time that I know I have no real-life commitments during that time, it always seems that inevitably my real-life commitments are changed and I am forced to choose between the two. I am by no means complaining, and I'm sure there are plenty of players in the same position. This has come to light recently with BRK, that's Big Red Kitty, stepping away from WoW to spend more time with his family. I think the hardest part of playing WoW is not in the game but finding the balance of real life in wow to be able to enjoy the game and enjoy your family in real life also keep up the great podcast i enjoy listening every week Asheo, you did a great job on the boe podcast a few weeks ago and i think you have witch scared <laughs> a pretty no. i still am amazed at the whole quad boxing concept glantha alliance really why? <laughs> that was Mactar, so mean. I'm gonna find the, you somewhere. All right. <laughs> for the horde, Mucklar level eighty or Hunter. Uh, worlds in regulars. That's his guild on Curentor, U.S. <laughs> yes, the shale did do a great job on Boe. <laughs> but I'm not looking to replace which those guys just work too well together. Well, they promised that. If they did take you again, they'd send you back <laughs> clean. <laughs> <laughs> I love Temp. I love those guys. They have the greatest sense of humor. And, yep. uh, and, and I'm sorry, they enjoy the game. Although, you have to admit, I'm so jealous of Temp. <laughs> because um, when plays... I would love for my yep. husband to play. I think that's so awesome. And the kids play. And, Our family play. And, Be awesome. And she even plays the wife in game because <laughs> she cleans up after him <laughs> in game. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? She cleans out his yeah, bags. I she... clean out bags. I, I, I nearly mailed them or, or Twitter them. And I, I should Twitter them, but uh, Wem will hear this. So, uh, Wem, go on. Go and get ARC Inventory. It's just, you don't need to be doing that. ARC Inventory, ARC Inventory, 
uh, inventory. And I think it's great because I think there's got to be a level of trust to have, yeah. you know, your wife go into your character. Yeah. And, and I just think it's, it's just a beautiful relationship and I'm, I'm way jealous. And, and, uh, and Temp, he's a keeper. What do you mean you vended my grey partially eaten fish? I was keeping them. <laughs> my lucky rabbit foot. Oh. My, my pretty rock. <laughs> I bet you, you had all that crap in there. <laughs> all right, who wants to? You, all right. Oh, Email I'm four. sure he meant no harm, Glanther. You know. Mm. There's got to be. Yeah. Well, I have explosive shot now, so I'll find him in game and I'll explosive shot him. Um. Mm. Um. Can I do number four? Sure. All right. Sure. So email number four is, uh, you know, via Twitter from Ginsu. And uh, she says, uh, good morning, fine hosts of Control Alt Wow. I am new to the Twitter world, and I was wondering if you can only tweet people who follow you. Since you all are tweeters, I thought I would ask you. And that's not, I'm not really a tweeter, but thanks. <laughs> I'm such a novice at it. Um, in this case, um, if this is the case, may it bother you to add me to your list. Thank you in advance. Um, Inakan, the artist formerly known as Jinsu. Yes, I changed mains again. I really need to look into that 10-step program. <laughs> <laughs> so you can Twitter people that you don't follow by just adding them, but you won't be able to see their updates as they Twitter. So that's kind of neat if you have somebody in your Twitter and, and they're updating regularly, uh, as long as they're not spamming. We're doing silly stuff. But I guess there's really no silly Twitter, is there? <laughs> if every if if there's silly Twitters, then every Twitter is probably silly in some respect. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be two way. You you can follow someone without them following you or, or vice versa. And um but what I basically do is um uh, if someone follows me, I'll I'll go and look at their stream and you know, a lot of the time nowadays it's you know, spammers um, or it's it'll be um, someone that has their uh, their Twitter protected. You know, you've got to ask them to follow them. If, if I don't know who they are, I, I don't bother asking. Um, and if you know, it, I read through what they've posted in the last you know, couple of uh, most recent pages and if, it's, if it looks like it's relevant, I mean, I basically only use... Twitter for for wow type stuff, and if it if it looks like interesting type tweets, uh, I'll follow them. Um, but that's not to say that uh, people that, that uh, have just started off like Glanford, I'll never get to follow because you know, if they reply to me, um, I'm going to see their reply line and and have a look to see what they've got to say, and you know, I might start following them then. And you know, just as a tip, and it's just something I do. I actually have a separate account for celeb followings because there are a lot of interesting celebrities out there like I, I follow LeVar Burton and Brent Spiner from Star Trek and um, and sorry Felicia and um, Victoria Beaumont but I, I follow you on that separate Twitter too <laughs> did you do that deliberately yeah <laughs> even though did you, did you call her Victoria deliberately oh I did didn't I oh Veronica <laughs> I'm sorry you know, Leo has infected me. That's Leo's fault. Yeah. Yes, because he called her Victoria. <laughs> Sorry. God. Well, I know she doesn't listen to the podcast, so it's okay. Well, she doesn't. 
And um, so I just put all those uh, popular people, and I'm putting air quotes, in, in one list. And if you have, there's some clients that you can follow both. Or you could, like, have, I have TweetDeck for my regular Twitter, and then I have a, another thing running, like, Twirl or something for other Twitters. Because if you try to follow celebrities, two things are going to happen. Either you're going to, all your friends are going to be very pop, you know, are going to be chatty, and you're going to miss some stuff that might be interesting. Or, um, you know, you're going to get flooded with celebrity stuff and you're going to miss your friends. So that's just yeah. something for me. And you get up in the morning and, and it takes you half an hour to, to go to back the eight you. hours to see what you've missed. So who do you, what do you do first, your email or check your Twitter? Email. Okay. I check my Twitter first. I check Twitter, <laughs> then I, I check Facebook, and then I check Twitter, then I go to my Google Reader, and then... I have my emails. You know, you can, um, with TweetDeck, you can Twitter to both your uh, Twitter account and your Facebook. So you can just yep. do one update that covers both. <laughs> Boy, are we geeky or what? <laughs> that's like, that's an, track, my yeah. brain's going to explode. I can't. <laughs> and I, I find that that works well because then I'm. I'm because I always forget to do my Facebook. Although, you know what? You can now play Scrabble on Facebook using your, um, your, your Scrabble app on your iPhone. And it links to your... iPhone. And oh. iPhone. They have them in Australia. And iPod Touch. <laughs> iPod. Okay. So anyways, do uh, you want to read email number five? I'll do five. Five is from Velophilia. <laughs> hey, guys, Velophilia here. So the new patch came out, and sadly to say, I don't love my new holy tree spec. How do you guys feel about the changes? New VOA boss, raid the tournament as well. I now have to watch my mana, which is even worse. I have been getting on using it even with a 40% reduction to spirit. But I do love my new 1.48 Greater Heal cast after three flashes. Well, love the podcast and keep up the great work for the Horde and sometimes your lights. Gear check info, Velothelia of the Maeve server. Uh, I haven't had a chance to look at that. So maybe next um, week we'll... Well, Velothelia yeah, is a priest, I'm... right? Yeah. Yeah, so not to say like... I, I'm kind of go a little bit into like being, you know, not super mean, but like... When priests are like, oh, now I have to worry about my mana, I'm like, welcome to a holy pally's life. You know, like, mm. you know, like it's, oh. it's certainly more difficult to do uh, mana pally, management. Pally in general. I mean, I, I guess holy especially, but um, even uh, um, a prot pally, uh, because their mana pool is so much smaller, but you're still oh, using mana. Yeah, it's kind of like I run out of mana all the time on Glanther, too, as, like a, as a mana user. Like I'm, so, like, I've always played as, like, you know, always being concerned about, you know, mana regeneration, stuff like that. And I just compensate on, on Alaris by just having over 20,000 mana points. You know, it's just like, I have like, I think 21 on 21,000 mana unbuffed. So that way when I get raid buffed, I have like 25,000 and that's the only way I can really do like the flash of light and the, the holy light and, and, uh, holy shock. It's just, a, you know, like mana, like mana regeneration, uh, is not the strongest point, so you just got to have a larger pool, and hopefully yep. your DPS will bring it down. Yep. Um, but I, I've done some uh, raiding on my priest since the patch, and I was really worried about it because the, the point of it was to, you know, that that uh, priests, you know, well-geared priests uh, 
we just effectively had an infinite mana supply. Uh, and I wasn't like that. I, I in you know, tough fights, I would really struggle with uh, my mana. I'd, I'd be having to to use my um, uh, brain fart. Can't remember the, the shadow fiend to get to get mana back, and um, you know maybe a mana pot as well, and maybe the him of of uh, which one is it? I think it's him of hope. Uh, to do mana regeneration, so I was really quite worried, but um, I'm not really noticing much difference at all. So, um, uh, one tip that maybe I would make, um, if you're raiding with another priest, uh, run something like recount, and then um, after a fight, or after a series of fights, actually just go and click on their name in recount, and have a look at, and, and it'll show you where the majority of their heals came from. You know, was it a renew? Was it a flash heal? Was it greater heal? Are they doing lots of prayer healings? And, and compare that to what you're doing. It, it may be that you're, uh, if you if you change the way and, and the sorts of heals that you're doing, that you might become a, a lot more uh, manner efficient. Okay. And maybe next week we'll take a look at the armory and see how that's going yeah this week i'd like to add a or if any of our listeners are checking the show notes and you see something and we put the link to valathea's character and you want to comment you can write in and this week i thought i'd try something a little new with uh including itunes reviews in the contest so if you submit an itunes review this week not the older ones but the the recent ones will include Mm -hmm. it in the role and so we got an uh, iTunes review from Janine from the Scryers. And this was, uh, she gave us five stars. Thank you. I listen to several podcasts on World of Warcraft, and this is one of the best. The hosts stay on topic and are really fun to listen to and have engaging personalities. I learn something new every podcast. They cover everything relating to World of Warcraft, including strategies, lore, classes, farming, the various professions, play style, keeping balance, gear, events, etc., and especially alts. One of the hosts, a brilliant, even quad boxes, playing several characters at the same time. That is insane. <laughs> I'm lucky to play one well for the Alliance. Sorry, Horde. Ooh, there's an Alliance player that's articulate. You guys are so mean. You guys <laughs> I'm are so vicious. Sorry. <laughs> you know, Not like, me. like <laughs> last last podcast, I was I was listening to it and and between you and uh, Blade and uh, between you two and Blade, you guys just tear into each other all day long. You just like <laughs> like somebody stole my gear, and even though I invited them and everything. <laughs> Maybe that's why we don't have a blade. Eh? <laughs> blade, I'm back. so sorry. I, I, meant it, I meant it with the best affection. <laughs> it's just, it's just oh, funny to see you guys rip each other apart. Yeah. <laughs> right. Can we get a roll on six? I'm uh, I'm on Auric if you want to invite me. <laughs> um. Yep. <laughs> fishing in the grand (laughs) I'm fishing in the sewers roll one to six I'm back you're back one one alright so now this is from Keel Hall Hall. yeah so one month free of uh, wow 
or an authenticator or a $10 gift card from iTunes. Decisions, decisions. Yeah, and we still haven't heard from Gothic Plate, so I don't know. Let me know what you want. Bob's uh, trying to patch his game still. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, I forgot about the... I Actually, I didn't forget. I didn't even realize that we were getting reviews on other iTunes stores. I'm hanging my head in sad and, and um, you know, repentiveness because I do know that there's more than just the U.S. servers in the U.S. world. So I included in uh, the show notes a couple of reviews that uh, I didn't realize we had. And I want to, again, thank those fine folks at Bind on a Quick Up Quip, which you can find on iTunes and... Uh, what is it? Bindonequip.com, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, for reminding us that there were other reviews, they every week they cover the re- iTunes reviews from the US and the EU servers. This one was on the Australian server, and uh, do you want to read it? Um, Ashael. Sure. It's from somebody called Witch. No idea who that's going to be. I listen to a lot of Warcraft podcasts and Control Out Wow is top 10 in my book. A brilliant show and Glantha present info and opinions in a relaxed and enjoyable way every week. They look at the game from a different point of view and offer something of interest for anyone who plays the game. Keep up the good work. This is from back in helpful. <laughs> and the other one was from... Irrelate, thank you, Irrelate. And back in February, he or she writes, The camaraderie and respect the hosts have for each other is evident. They try and be inclusive in their discussions and have fun time while doing so. If you want to listen to a group of friends with a great deal of knowledge, talk about WoW from the perspectives of different classes and races, this is for you. Highly recommended. So, thank you. Thank you, Australian uh, folks. And uh, from now on, we'll try to keep up on all the reviews and uh, we do ask that you do go to iTunes and drop us a review and you can write us at controlaltwow at gmail.com our show notes are at uh, controlaltwow.com and as always this is a Prillian for the Horde so this is a Shayo for the Horde and this is Glanther for the Alliance give or take you like me like sail here. It's been real. May you always be victorious. May the gates of Quel'Thalas be open to you. Always. May our paths cross again. Catch you later. Aldir Shalah. Go in peace. <laughs>